0: Welcome to Women Work Wellbeing. I'm your host, Zoe Hayden-Jones. Each week, expect a blend of heartfelt conversations, expert advice, and actionable tips designed to support you in achieving your professional goals, finding harmony in your personal life, and cultivating well-being that resonates with who you truly are. This is more than a podcast. It's a community, and movement, and your personal catalyst for transformation. So welcome to a brand new episode of Women, Work, Wellbeing. We are so excited with our new name, with our fresh new podcast artwork, and it feels so right to rebrand and to relaunch because we are here for you. We are supporting you in whatever stage you're at in your career. Whether you've got your own business or whether you're employed, and also looking after your mental health and your well-being. So we have incredible guests lined up. So I'm really excited um, for the future of the podcast. And I'm just so glad you're here. So today we are talking about all things finding balance. Like, I don't know about you, but I often get to the point where this happened before Christmas as well, where I get to, I guess, burnout stage where my cup is so full and overflowing. The bucket has, you know, no more space. And then suddenly everything goes wrong and I say, I can't do it anymore So I wanted to record a podcast on this because I think there's loads of people that will resonate with this, especially as women. We are majority responsible for the caring responsibilities at home. I talked about that before. It's well known whether you look after Uh, family members, whether you've got kids, whatever it is, we seem to take on a lot of the burden, a lot of the extras. Um, Research also shows that women in the workplace take on the extra roles, whether it's organizing birthday collections or events or things going on, women seem to pick up those roles and they're not paid for it. So with all of that going on and with the fast-paced society that we live in, it is easy to get to a point when you might just Burnout. You might just have so much on. So, today I want to talk to you about some strategies that I use, but also how you can start to change your mindset. So, when I say change your mindset, I want you to start thinking of you taking more rest and more space and more time for you in order to be even bloody better than you are. So, almost like balance for brilliance. So, having the balance in your life will make you even better at your job. It will make you an even better wife, partner, sibling, whatever it is, mother, because you have to look after you. So what we're going to talk about is we're gonna redefine the idea of rest and how you can fit it into your life so it complements what you've already got on and how you can sort of redefine it in your mind to start placing it to the top of your to-do list because it is essential. We're gonna talk about habitual health, consistent routines. I talk about this a lot. I'm doing this um with myself a lot, and I'm gonna record a podcast on uh not I'm not quite the 5am club yet, but I'm definitely getting up earlier, both my husband and I, and it's changed everything. I'm gonna talk about mindful pausing, so scheduling deliberate breaks and for one sole focus, not just to take rest, but to make sure that you are looking after your energy and using the reserves in the right way. And that's going to help prevent burnout. I'm going to talk about the power of taking small breaks. I don't know if you use the Pomodoro technique where you work for 25 minutes and then take a rest. This opened my eyes up to just slogging my guts out at my desk because the more reading and research you do into it, we actually only have four to six hours where we are completely productive in a day. So getting more Crafty or more clever with your time is going to make you more productive. We're also going to cover sleep. I know I talk about this a lot, but I'm going to talk about why quality sleep is so crucial for your success. And then we're going to finish just talking about, you know, how being well in yourself will make you more successful, which is kind of like the whole thread of the podcast. So I'm really, really glad you're here. So I, like I said, I feel so passionately that us working women have a lot to deal with. Um, a lot of the women that listen to the podcast I know are sort of striving for success in their professional life. So whether you're looking to advance in your career, launch your own business or smash your business and do even better this year, it seems that as a collective, we're here to make things better, but we don't want to compromise our health and well-being in the process. So, we're talking about how to balance professional success with personal health. And I'm interviewing an incredible woman on the podcast soon. I won't go into it too much now, but she's going to talk about how cyclical we are as creatures, how it's so important to be in tune with what's happening in our menstrual cycle. And this, in turn, will help us find this balance, knowing where you are in your life and what you need to ease off on or maybe do more of. So, It's so important that you get really in tune with you. Only you knows you inside. You know how you feel. You know your energy levels. You know how tired or not tired you are. So it's important that you can reconnect with you. So let's start with point number one redefining rest. So, so, so important because this is a mindset thing. Let's start by challenging the age old myth that rest means you're lazy. So in the pursuit of success, we often think, well, I don't know about you, but I definitely do. Oh, well, I won't be able to do that because, you know, I'm forging forward and I want to make jobs for women the best it can be. I want to be as successful as I can be. So I might push things to the side that are going to be good for me in the long run. So what I want you to do immediately is start to redefine rest as being imperative for your success because rest means looking after your mental health and well-being that needs to be on form in order to for you to strive ahead and be as successful as you want to be so it's not just quietly happening in the background this needs to be front and center this needs to be top of the to-do list when you're planning uh, your week which I talked about on another podcast episode, where is the rest happening and what does rest look like for you? So I want you to start thinking about how you can integrate quality rest into your schedule alongside all of the other priority things, not just so it can fit in or be silently happening in the background and you can grab five minutes every now and again. It is essential for you to sustain not only success, but your inner creativity and so you can avoid burnout. So, I want you to think about what rest looks like for you. Is that going for a massage? Is it doing a yoga nidra? Is it taking a a relaxing yoga class? Is it having a bath and reading your book? Is it reading your Kindle away from the family, away from the dog, whatever it is? Take a few moments right now and think about what rest is for you and how you can start adding it in. And it might be something that you haven't really thought about what i what I really encourage you to do is not do thirty minutes on the sofa watching Netflix. I want you to take really active, nourishing rest that fills your cup up a little bit. So have a little think about that. You should still be able to do Netflix on the sofa, but I want you to also have something else on top of that. okay, next we're going to talk about habitual health, so I talk a lot about routines I talked I touched earlier about um, the fact that I've been getting up earlier and it's definitely, definitely helped me get into a more consistent routine. This is gonna help you with your productivity, I promise. So if you can get super, super habitual with taking rest or with adding it into your day or maybe doing it at the same time every day, it's going to make sure that it's A happening, but B, then it's going to give you really focused time to get your other priority stuff done, so any work and any other jobs that you need to get done, but you've, you've factored in the rest the yoga class, the relaxation, the nap, the bath, into the schedule. So when you establish a consistent schedule, that includes time for, we're gonna talk about this, focused work, not just working for hours on end and then you start scrolling on your phone and really your fo- your productivity goes downhill. But in your mind, you've done seven hours, but really in actual fact, when you drill down into it, you've only done two to three. And when you've got this consistent schedule, so with, we're talking about focused work, exercise and rest. Those three pillars, focused work, exercise and rest this can significantly enhance your efficiency and your literally your spark for your creativeness. Because when you're slogging your guts out at your desk, say you're like, oh, I need to do a 12-hour day. Like I just said, your productivity will go down and also your creativity. Don't you think that your best ideas happen when you're away from that work environment? They say, don't they, in the shower when you've not got access to anything and your creative juices are flowing and You've got that time and space to really think about things. So you've got to think about what you want in terms of long-term success and what your daily routine looks like and make it habitual. Can you almost give yourself a test for the next month? Could you work out a very rough routine, daily routine, how those three pillars are going to fit in and then reflect on it. Did it work? Did it not work? What did you enjoy? What did you not enjoy? And then shape it up. Um, it's got to work for you. This is this is this is your life. Your goals are your goals. You know where do you want to go, and how is your routine going to make you get there? So the next thing I want to talk about is mindful pausing. I do this so much now, and I've got a really nice little tip for you, which I've been doing with my children. Taking mindful moments in your day, whether you're working or not, just to pause and drop into your inner self, be in the moment. So actively just like either getting up from your desk, getting away from work, going somewhere and just checking in with you, taking a mindful pause. So especially if you've got loads on at work and you're so busy and you're like, oh my God, I feel really stressed. And you can be so caught up in that emotion, but you have to remember that you are not the emotion. You are not stress. It's an emotion that's moving through your body and it's how you. Handle it. So regularly taking time to pause in your day and check in. And the best way to do this for me is to check in. I check in with my breath. So I pause and I notice, especially when I'm anxious, where is my breath? And it's often right at the top of my chest, breathing like breathing like a bird. And then when I take a deep and nourishing breath in, I realise what sort of state I am in, oftenly often heightened or anxious. And then you can make a change, can't you? Because if you've recognized where you are and how you're feeling, you can then implement something such as breathing techniques to change that. Obviously, if you're feeling really nice and relaxed, you can just do breathing as well to continue um, feeling nice and relaxed. But taking these mindful moments in your day, and let's think about it. There's 24 hours in a day. You should be able to regularly, even every 15 minutes, every half an hour, pause. And just drop everything. It's one minute, and you can think about the same analogy when you're driving. You know when people don't let you out when you're driving, or you're rushing to get ahead, and you might not let someone else out. Really, you're only going to get like what ten seconds ahead of them. It's ridiculous. Go slower. Take a moment. Drop everything. Even if you feel like you're literally on a deadline and you don't have a minute to spare, you're holding in your wee at your desk. I've been in that situation before. What is a minute? What is 60 seconds? And the benefits of taking that mindful pause in your day will be so beneficial for your body, for your nervous system, and to get you being more present and recognizing where you are before you get to the point of leading up to burnout. I also wanna talk about the power of small breaks. I mentioned about the Pomodoro technique. So that idea is that you work, I think you can change it, but it's like essentially 25 minutes hard work, full concentration on one task, phones away, you are just producing a piece of work. And then after 25 minutes, take a five minute break. So like I said earlier about the shower analogy, Some of my best ideas come when I am out walking, I walk my friend's dog, and that is because your brain is leveraging the power of subconscious problem solving. So when you take small breaks, you do a task intensely, and then you come away and you let your brain have a break. But it's also giving your brain that time to leverage that subconscious state. So a regular break could be a quick walk around the block. It could be a nap. I don't know if you're a good napper. I'm not great at napping, but I do love yoga nidra. And that can be the same where you're just listening to to a script and you're taking that deep, calm rest. And this can significantly enhance our cognitive abilities. And I keep talking about it, our creative output when did you last work at your desk for like 10 hours? And then by the end of it, you didn't even know what you were typing or writing because everything's just done in. Your concentration's gone out the window. You've got no creative flair because your, your, your brain needs break. So small breaks. I want you to go away after listening to this podcast and work out how you can add more breaks into your day. And they can just be short breaks like for every, you know, every half an hour, five minute break. What are you going to do with it? Okay. Next thing we're going to talk about is sleep. Oh, how I love my sleep. Um, That's why when I read 5am club, I was like, no, this is not for me because I love sleep. The key is we all know we need to go to bed earlier. So when you do start getting up earlier, I'm going to record a podcast on it. So I've been doing between half five and six. I am a Tired on a night time, but I cannot tell you how it helps you then fall asleep quicker on a night and getting up becomes easier. Sleep is not a luxury; we need it for our health, for our productivity, and for our general well-being. So, the science behind sleep is just endless. I mean, gosh, I should get a sleep expert on. But when we're thinking about our memory, our emotional regulation, our like I said, creativity it is like a no brainer. So work out, listen to this podcast and then work out. I've recorded a podcast similar to this, but work out your ultimate time to wake up and the time you need to go to sleep and stick to it. Make that promise to yourself right now and let me know how you get on. The next thing I want to talk about is is physical wellness, moving your body. You are going to be more successful in your work life, in your personal life, if you are giving your body time to move. The symbiotic relationship between our physical health and our professional achievement is something that we cannot ignore regular exercise will not only keep our bodies obviously healthy in good condition we know as women as we're as we're aging we need to work on our strength training i know that's all over social media back in the day it was kind of like running burn as many calories but now it's about lifting weights and that's so that as we're getting into our older years i'm not sure how old you are but we know that that's definitely important so it's obviously regular exercise keeps our bodies um looking good from the inside and the outside makes us stronger but it definitely sharpens your mind it makes you more effective and honestly it will make you more resilient i also listened to this 202020 theory which i need to read more on that when you get up first thing in the morning you should do like 20 minutes of exercise to get sweating then twenty minutes meditation, and then twenty minutes, I can't remember what the other twenty minutes was, but I'm gonna I'm gonna refer back to that.